and we are live with Spot Dodge, a live Nintendo podcast where every single week we react to the latest Nintendo news and talk about the games we are playing. It's been a quiet week, but we're going to talk about some games we're playing, talk about that new Kirby title that just got announced this morning. Nobody saw that coming. Of course, I didn't save it for a Nintendo Direct or anything, because it's not like there's one of those coming anytime soon. But today, once again, I have with me Mary Stowe, social media manager and host here at Destructoid. How you doing, Mary? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. And then we have John Frischa, indie developer and managing editor over at The Escapist. What's up, John? Just busy living my best life, Brett. Good, good, good. And then we have the King Daddy Dilf, Brett Larson. How you doing, Brett? I am good. I appreciate awesome, it. Awesome. How are you guys? Doing swell. We are streaming for the first time on TikTok. Hopefully things go off without a hitch. Um, I'm assuming everything's going fine. Lastly, of course, we have Greg Vargas, writer at PC Invasion and streamer over at Dynamite Giraffe. How you doing, Greg? Doing pretty good, man. Ever since I started tapping this phone, good stuff's been happening. Exactly. Tapping these likes. <laughs> if you're watching over on TikTok, please <laughs> tap that screen over on TikTok so we can get in that algorithm, get all up in that algorithm. And of course, lastly, again, for the second time, we have Eric, who is streaming the show from his supercomputer to three different platforms on YouTube, Twitch, and now TikTok. Thank you, Eric. You are the wizard yeah. and the true brains behind this whole operation. So thank you. My boy, Blue. <laughs> Okay, guys, let's talk about some video games. I have some stuff that I'm playing. I've sort of just been playing Fire Emblem until I finally beat it, and, my, and, and Mary beat it as well, yeah. so we're going to talk about that, of course. But before me and Mary go crazy, I want to find out what John's been playing. What have you been doing, John? Uh, I, guess, I guess I've played a few things, if you count what I've reviewed recently. Uh, so first of all, I keep playing Langrisser, the... Uh... This like ancient strategy RPG from like the Sega Genesis, but it got a remake. But you can keep all the old art, so I'm having a real good time with that. It's almost over now, but the second the second game is also included with the first, so I still have like another 20 hours of that to go. So that's cool. I'm having a good time. Every time I I turn on my Switch, I always see you on it. I'm like, he's just playing that so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I'm playing it at all, that's what I've been playing. <laughs> And uh, I, uh, real quick, I, I gave Sonic Origins a review because, you know, PR asked me to, so I said, okay. Uh, <laughs> Sonic Origins was, uh, it was a lot better than I expected based off, like, the weird backlash when it, like, launched, uh, I don't know how long ago that was, two, three weeks ago now. Like, people were saying that there was, like, a lot of really bad bugs and stuff, but I only <laughs> ran into, like, two or three the whole time I played. But the one is super annoying. All right, so Sonic the Hedgehog 2. You all guys, you all remember it. Remember how this is the game that introduces Tails as your companion. He follows you everywhere, right? Yep. Okay, mm -hmm. so in Sonic Origins, there's this hideous, horrible bug where Tails is constantly getting lost off screen and he can't come back to you. And he's literally trying to jump back into the action. And what I mean by that is you constantly hear the jump sound effect oh my God. while you play. Dude, 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 for like the whole level. Like oh my God. You'll hear that yeah, for like minutes at a time because Tails can't find his way back to you. And it's crazy. And I can't believe they shipped the game with like a bug that weird. Like it's not even like a particularly damaging bug. It's just extremely annoying. And it's like, how did nobody have the know-how to fix that? Like it's just very weird, and uh, especially it's like a core mechanic of the game, like just from the right. original. 
It's yeah, it's like so Sonic weird. and Tails. They messed up the and <laughs> Tails part. <laughs> and they in, broke in Tails. So- yeah. Oh, and in, in Sonic 3, uh Tails is fine. He follows you no problem. You can still use him to help you fly up to places and that works fine. It's just Sonic 2 like they wildly screwed up. But wow. You know, other than that, like I did run into one bug where uh I beat a boss in the original Sonic, then I ran off screen, and I, he fell off the screen, and then the game just softlocked, and that hell? was it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I guess a lot of people have run into problems with, like, weird softlocks or dying in places you didn't use to die, that sort of thing. But I only ran into it the one time. Overall, I thought it was, like, really fun. I don't know if necessarily you should spend 40 45 bucks on it, uh, but, like... Oh, if man. you like classic Sonic, you're going to like this, especially with all the museum stuff that's added in. Like, there's so much cool nice. concept art. And, like, the instruction booklets for the old games. Like, they have the every page of the booklets. It's just fun to, like, raffle th- rifle through that. So, like, yeah. Sonic Origins was a lot better than I expected. But I hear some bits are a little sketchier on Switch, so maybe tread with caution. But PS5, yeah, go ahead. Play it. <laughs> I just played through Sonic 2 on the Nintendo Switch uh, online thing on the the Genesis <clears> app, <throat> and it, it was it it was great. It brought back a lot of memories, and it actually made me realize, you know, Sonic kind of gets too much shit. If I'm being honest, like Sonic 2 was really good. Like it felt fine mechanically. Like I I always hear the complaints. Like uh, they never felt good. They were always terrible. But like I just I booted it up and played through the whole game, and I was like, this feels good to me. This doesn't feel all wonky like I always hear. Um, Because I was just assumed that everyone else was telling the truth about that, but apparently everybody's lying because it feels good to me. (laughs) Mechanically sound, yeah, but I realized from replaying the collection, I actually, I don't like 2. I like all the other games, but I don't, yeah, 2, like, (laughs) 2, it just feels like like the enemy placement and the obstacle placement. It all just feels, like, cheap and frustrating to me in a way that, like, I don't feel about the other games. I don't know. I was playing through Sonic CD for the first time a few weeks ago. Um, I didn't beat it because my save's gone because my son restarted the, the game. But oh. it, like, I, I really liked that game because of its just weirdness in terms of its color palette. <laughs> like, it yeah. looks so much different than, than the other two games. It's very um, pretty, yeah. Yeah, uh, so and I, I want to replay CD that. CD has like, better audio, too. The, the, the music sounds really nice the quality of it yeah my son has been obsessed with all the classic sonic games lately so i've just been hearing that music non-stop <laughs> on especially a uh, sonic mania music um all right well that's that's all pretty good stuff though yeah so john i john i gotta ask you because i know once the the yakuza phase was over you talked about I, playing the judgment games too did you not mm. did you dive into those at all or if if i had it's it'd be all i'm talking about so yeah, I he's I'm holding off because it's going to overtake his life. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just, just, just kind of take care of business elsewhere before I return and do these yeah, last yeah. two games. Like, plus, you know, once I play the two Judgment games, then like, then that's it. You know, then like, it's then it. I'm, yeah, I'm out true. of games. <laughs> so that's, that's more incentive to take my time. That, that's how I am we... when I watch when I watch TV shows. Like, I, I'm so weird. I'll watch the whole season. And if it's a show I really like, I'll get to the finale 
And I get that. Well, shit, if I watch the finale, there's no more. And so I'll honestly put it off for like three weeks before I watch the finale. <laughs> this like, three wow. weeks. It drives, it drives Brett, Brett nuts. He's like, dude, just fucking watch the finale. <laughs> Would you? He's like, I no, need to talk the, to you The about journey's it. over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh. it's done and I'm all sad because there's no more. So you're going to watch the Better that. Call Saul finale in like, at like Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that'll be it. There's certain shows I can't man. wait, but. Did you watch season two of that? Is that good? Alter Carbon? Oh, yeah, I was, I was wondering about that too. I, I could not get, get into season okay. two. I just. I couldn't either. I mean, one is like a standalone and like that story ends. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I tried so hard just to like it, but I think they should have brought, brought back the, whatever his name is, the original actor. Yeah, yeah, I forgot his name. I like him. He's a good actor, man. Yeah, yeah. he was in another show. So much and no one knows his name, but he's so good. Yeah, Rick he played Flag, Robocop. <laughs> and he was in another show where he was like a former junkie, and he was a, a cop now. Detective? And he's, the Killing. Yeah. The Killing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's good, fucking dude. phenomenal in that movie. I or love that show. that show. Yep. Now, I do want to uh, give a quick shout out to Brydude87 in the TikTok chat. I always see his comments. He's a big supporter. He's really cool. I thought for sure, Brydude, that you were going to win all the consoles because he was literally commenting the answers. I was like, why are you telling people? Don't you want to win for yourself? Uh, yeah, it was on top of those hints. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely on top who of Who ended it, up so winning? Another guy who just came out of nowhere. <laughs> he just um, he, he didn't comment enough. Rye dude instead of Rye dude. <laughs> no, his name was um, Evil. His, oh, he has another account. <laughs> yeah, it was probably just him. <laughs> yeah, like nineteen different Mary? accounts. It was, like, it, was, it was PD something. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. the last part of it. But what, is, what it, was the word again? It was sand slash. The, most, the weirdest word slash. ever. I would have never got. Like what? <laughs> it really didn't make it easy. Yeah. No. He's like, but, uh, Do you ship to I was I was thinking it was gonna be something like Master Chief or something. And when you told nah. me the word, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, we said person, place, or being. That was like mm -hmm. the one big because no because normally you would say a thing, like person, place, or thing, but I was like, that's that's not that doesn't sound Pokemon y enough. So let's say being instead. Yeah. Um so yeah, sand slash was the word. But yeah, anyway, Brett, what have you been playing lately? You guys know how I love my my little artsy indies. Um, I'm playing a little indie right now. I don't know if you guys have heard it. It's called Breath of the Wild. Just, <laughs> just oh, a yeah. little game. Yeah, it's <laughs> small little indie. It's been out for a few years, but not a lot of people know about it. It's really good. I've heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured you guys wouldn't know about nah. it. Um, yeah, I uh, I've been trudging my way through that since the last time I talked to you guys. I wasn't on the last week, but the week before, and I just started at that, like, the night before or something. Um, and I finished the fourth Divine Beast last night or the night before, and so I just gotta I go... It. Gotta go freaking put the old D in Ganon and just get this whole thing done with. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I never beat it the first time. I think I told you guys this. I, I played it, yeah, like, you 60 confess. hours yeah. before... Yeah, but I, I never beat it. And I figured I could go back and, like, Brett, Brett was telling me, he's like, just go back and, like, start it over, but just learn the mechanics for, like, an hour and then go back to your old save and just finish it. And I figured, you know what, I'm just going to play it over again. It's it's so good, and I kind of want to experience that again anyway. So, yeah, it's been awesome. I've, I'm have so to, happy I played it Do you have to delete your original save file when you start a new one? No. 
No, but oh, I I did accidentally uh when I started it up and started a new game, I did accidentally erase my my old save. But but it was okay because oh, I was planning on I was planning on restarting it anyway, so it it, it didn't end up being a problem. But mm-hmm. I, I was thinking like if I was planning on resuming that save, I would have been so pissed off. Somehow Dude. I I erased that save when I started the new one. I don't know how I did it, but I gotta say. I'm kind of mad because I played through all of Breath of the Wild for the second time ever earlier this year. Like, not even that long ago, like two months ago or something. And during mm-hmm. that time, I was like, man, I wish Brett or someone was playing it at the same time. Because I have I just like so much I want to talk about. Because it was, it was basically like re-experiencing the game for the first time ever. Because mm-hmm. it, it had been five years. Um, so I was like going back, like scrolling all the way down podcasts to, to, to all the way back to 2017 to listen to people talk about the game. Just so I could it- have, have someone to listen to <laughs> talk about it. It's and, uh, one of those games. It's one of those games where when you're playing it, you're absolutely you just want to talk to people about it. Like I, I've talked to Brett a little bit as I'm playing it, but like you said, I, w- I wish there was someone that was like playing it together during when I'm playing it, so they had that excitement too. Because, dude, I don't know something about this game, man. It's just it's so it's such a special game, and you guys all know. This. Have your have your kids played it? My kids. My my youngest. My, I think he's asking me. Yeah, my yeah. daughter, she doesn't have the uh, patience to learn mm. like how to play a game like this yet. Uh, and my son is just like Call of Duty, Fortnite, sports games. So he gets he gets bored by most single player games right now. I think when he gets older, he'll get into that kind of stuff. So they have yeah. it, but but yeah, my my daughter will sit in the room with me while I'm playing and watch. She, she always asks me to go catch horses and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. It's not that Aww. easy, and it's not really worth it. That was one thing I was talking to Brett about. That I, on Breath of the Wild two, I really hope they they make it where catching a horse is actually worth it because so many open world games, I it's like you almost have to have a horse to to get from one point to the next. Like in in like all the Assassin's Creeds and uh, Ghost of Tsushima games like that, it's like you want a horse to traverse from from one area to the next. But it's like it's almost worthless in Breath of the Wild. Like you get one and you get where you're going. And like if you fast travel, it doesn't come with you, which I understand most games it doesn't in a fast travel. But like if you get too far away from the horse, it won't hear you when you whistle where like almost every other game with the horse, it hears you wherever you are, whether that's realistic (laughs) or not. I guess it's a game, so that doesn't matter. Um, But like the only way to get it is to go back to a stable and and like it's not convenient it at all <laughs> no yeah. so so it almost it's a bummer because i love having horses in open world games or like some kind of like vehicle of some kind so it's that's that's like one gripe that i have of all the stuff i've loved about it that's like one thing i hope they change where like having a horse or something to ride on will actually be uh something that's worth it and bring back epona in the original reveal uh stuff for uh, breath of the wild um it was just one horse. Like, they didn't say anything about multiple horses. They just called it, um, uh, what's their face? Uh, Epona. I just said it. I forgot yeah. already. Um, yeah. And I wish that, that's a, that stuck with that. And here's Make another thing. Make horses great about. again. Here's what I'm. Here we go. About. Here we go. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. They built and gentlemen. <laughs> they built a full mechanic to have a freaking dirt bike in this open world. And you're oh, telling yeah. me. That you gotta do like every single goddamn thing in the game to use it. 
Like, I want to use the dirt bike while I'm playing the game. What's the point of having it when you've done everything? Yeah. Like, once you've done the most anything, pointless... what's, what's the point of, yeah. Yeah. Or whenever you just need to, to ride around, collect more Koroks. There's That's 900 of them. <laughs> it it, it would have been great if I replayed the game like how I did earlier this year, but then had that freaking dirt bike with me. Like, that would have made it so much more fun. Like, it's, fun. Just, yeah. like, traveling around using that. Like, that sounds awesome. And it, it like it would have totally yeah. changed the whole dynamic of the game. But I guess maybe that's why they wanted to wait until you have to do everything to unlock it. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. To be fair, I, I feel like Breath of the Wild does a good job of of at least offering alternatives to, you know traversing you know the world around you you can clumsily shield slide um what's the the airlift you can do that you learn that yeah throws the, you up in the air oh that's like my yeah. favorite phrase too yeah he knows yeah. what it's called i love it <laughs> i just got <laughs> that last night um but you know at least you have that and like you know at least floating to another place get into a higher you know viewpoint sure, and then yeah bouncing over so i do agree with you but i i, I will say yeah I, I think there's at least alternatives to to not well, having sure. it, you know horse glued plus to you fast, the entire game plus fast traveling is so easy and convenient in this game like it's like uh, i think uh bride dude just said it too in the chat he he said horses are useless because you can teleport anywhere i mean that's kind of true like once you do enough shrines anywhere you want to go you just you just teleport yeah. and then glide you really don't, you, you, yeah, you really don't even have to run that far between areas you need to go to unless you're like in like a uh, a town or something like that and you're going around that area. So, yeah. I'm hoping that in the sequel... I'm, I'm loving it. I, I'm hoping that there's a flying type uh, animal like in Skyward Sword in the sequel. Like the loft wing. Yeah, like a loft wing type thing. I think I that'd be really that. cool. But I think it'd be cool if you didn't have it at like the start and like halfway through the game or like three-fourths through the game then it, you get this like flying animal of some sort and it like totally changes like the whole like mechanics hopefully, of the game because you can just yeah, fly anywhere hopefully you get it fairly early because we were saying this about horizon uh forbidden west we we're like that'd be so cool if you can finally get on a flying machine and then we saw in the in the preview she's flying on something but then you don't get it till the end of the game yeah. like, it's kind of like it's kind of like the motorcycle thing like give me that yeah. shit early i want to fly yeah the entire game, not that annoyed me <laughs> yeah, horizon so. yeah that was horizon what a disappointment right brett come on brett, brett, the come sequel on. to one of the best ps4 games come on what was that <laughs> that was terrible oh, remember boy. them people from the future come on I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, actually, they were the coolest part of the game, I'll be honest. Yeah, no, but, they were. But they their were whole purpose was kind of silly. They're, like, running away from something. I, I don't know. I won't spoil it, but... Um, yeah, Breath of the Wild. What a game. I can't wait for the sequel. We should just do, like, a whole episode talking about the sequel at some point. Like, just, like, what we want from it. All the different, like, stuff that we've seen. Because like, I feel like we could. it's something we could talk about extensively because yeah i mean at, at but at this point we haven't seen anything new ever since they gave us that five second clip of like link with long hair and his arm was all cool looking the broken um, master sword that was the last thing i think when they yeah like, nintendo is doing a damn good job of at least teasing it though because like i mean we're all i think in agreement yeah, that kind of we're excited they, they for it we want to. we want to know more shit right. they, they really yeah. don't even need to tease it i mean everyone like 
it, everyone that wants that game doesn't even need to see a screenshot and they're going to go buy it. So like, let's, let's get yeah. this thing going. Nintendo, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when do you guys think we're going to get it finally? Like at never next year's E3, like around that time, like in June. I'm... No, it's supposed to come out in 2023. Yeah. December like, 2024. Like... Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like next it's year around. To... I, thought said, right. I thought they said it was supposed to be early spring 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, spring 2023. So I think my prediction for Nintendo Direct is September because it's going to be right before holiday season. Um, but st- so and it's still far enough out for them to do the spring games as well. So I think I'm I'm thinking September for like a big direct. That's when PlayStation did their showcase last year was September. I felt like that was a good time. It was far away enough from like the E3 hype where you could all like the hype would be centered solely mm-hmm. around PlayStation. Exactly. At that time. So it's kind of smart to do that. Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, obviously that they schedule events around that time so they can start like setting up all their holiday like promotions and all that. Like oh, this, yeah. is what sure. you're, this is what you're going to be buying for Christmas. Yeah. Doesn't Splatoon come out in September? Sounds right. I think so. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, so if they did that, it'd be like a last marketing, last little marketing bit for Splatoon. They could talk about Pokemon in November, I think. Oh, there's so many dates and so many things have been delayed. I'm like, I'm like, what's still coming this year? And then Breath of the Wild in spring 2023. So I think September. That That could be. Yeah, that that sounds like a very smart guess too, because like that solidifies the their end of the year fiscal goals mm-hmm. and you know maybe they will actually hit it but my only question is like are they going to have enough stock of hardware just in general because like still you know when i go to the store there's still slim pickings for switch consoles really? just yeah, yeah. The standard yeah you switch? still can't which is crazy i mean you still can't <laughs> yeah find that either. even the standard the standard switch i i i it'll come in every so often at the walmart i go to but um i remember for a while i was trying to get one for my nephew and i just like Sold out, sold out. Even the bundles. I'm like, good God. Yeah. Last time I looked at, I think when I was at Target, I just like go by just to see like, what do they have? You know, I think they had like five of the Animal Crossing edition, no switch lights and no OLEDs, but they had five of the Animal Crossing ones. That's crazy. I I didn't think we'd be this far into the, you know supply chain issues to to the degree that it's you know still affecting us summer 2022 going into uh, a big holiday season but i mean who yeah, knows yeah. it's apparently 2023 we could still be having these issues like that's insane oh i'm sure like how how is there not an alternative to what they're short on that they could have figured out in two years you know they're I mean, these guys are geniuses. How could they not figure out some kind of alternative? And maybe, I mean, I, I'm not a tech guy that much, so maybe I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but you'd think there would be something that they would come up with that could be an alternative to what they need by this, you know, two years, two and a half, right, not quite two years, almost two years mostly, into the life cycle. I think it's mostly just like a supply chain issue, though. And I mean, you can keep looking for, like, new suppliers, but I guess... If if everybody needs these supplies, and I think at some point everybody gets tapped out, like again, yeah, yeah. I'm not a supply chain expert either, but yeah, that's just yeah how the trend seems to yeah, be. I guess I guess the problem is the part that a lot of the a lot of these parts that they need are being used for like 
other things too, like TVs and like washers and dryers and stuff like that. So it's sure. like the hospital just... equipment. Who needs that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. It's, well, it's kind of like this. I feel bad for deck. people that the don't have them, just, Yeah. The steam deck just uh, hit something like that, but it was with the uh, internal SSD and it actually has a slower speed than the newer ones that are coming out. Perfect. I've given up hope I'll ever get a Steam Deck. Me and Brett pre-ordered one the first day you could, and I've never gotten an email back from them. <laughs> oh, I just got my alert like yesterday. I have a day to buy it, oh, did but you? I don't know if I'm going to buy it. I had my chance. <laughs> like I, I, I got the email. Like They said you have to claim it in the next like th- four days or something. And I was like, do I really want it? And then by the time I That's remembered I about it, I forgot that I, that I had a time limit, so it was gone. And I regret not really getting want. it. I, I want it yeah, so I, I can play the freaking restoration version of Resident Evil 4. That's that's the main reason why I want it. It's so I can play the, <laughs> the modded the modded RE4 with like all the enhanced uh, textures and whatnot. It looks amazing. Um, Mary, you haven't played RE4, or have you? I played our Resident Evil 4, yeah. Oh, okay. I was I was gonna say that should be your first version that you ever play, but if you already played yeah. it, never mind. I played the GameCube version. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the final verdict it's probably my favorite resident evil I, okay i'm on my third ever resident evil playthrough of like a game so i guess i can go say what i'm playing now since that's one of the things uh, yeah, um, what are you I'm, playing? Playing, I'm playing resident evil one remake actually thanks to the recommendation of our tiktok uh fans i asked i played Resident Evil 2 remake. I played Resident Evil 4. Which one should I play next? Because I'm usually a giant weenie when it comes to like horror games. And yeah, people were like three or one or just do both. And I was like, okay, I'll do one first. Um, so then playing through that, I was doing all right until last night, whenever basically nature just attacks. Because then there's snakes, there's spiders, there's tentacles, there's bees, and like. I hadn't had so many jump scares like back to back to back until that section of the game. Like I was my I was looking at my Apple Watch and like my heart rate was actually spiking oh at points. <laughs> um, I'm having fun though, but I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> now, how are you handling the controls? Because that's that's like a big thing that a lot of people don't like about this one. Uh it's taking a little bit getting used to with like the camera angles, like the fixed camera angle. Um, I haven't run into too many problems with it, but there's definitely like some rooms where there's like a lot of like, I guess, furniture or stuff to like move around. And it's like, I'll be going one way and I'll think it's going to turn at a certain point and then it doesn't. And then it finally turns and then I'll move like a step this way and it suddenly it shifts again. So I've, it's been a little funky at times, um, but overall, you- like I, I haven't had too many issues with it. Did you choose the controls where if you click forward, no matter what you're going forward, no matter how the camera changes, or do you choose the ones that where like if the camera changes, then you have to adjust uh, the stick? Oh, um, I chose whatever the newer version Ooh, is. I cannot do that. I cannot. Okay. Do that. I, I <laughs> like the OG tank so controls. Much, yeah, it's so much better in my opinion. Really? Yeah, because the camera constantly changes. So no matter what, you got to constantly shift yeah. the stick. You could just hold forward and run forward the whole time. And yeah, the camera changes and whatnot. But as long as you see like what which which way your character is facing, it's easy to understand. 
in my opinion. But I don't know. Yeah, my that always feels weird to me, though. That always feels own. weird holding up when you're running down. <laughs> to uh, me, yeah. I, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, uh, always, generally, I'd always like. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna. I was gonna say uh, generally. Tyler eighty four said more re for Mary, so yes. you have to keep playing. <laughs> yeah. that one. Uh, but but it's been fine. I'm I'm like I said. I'm still a bit of a like a giant way. Like I'm scared. I get scared easily by games. I can't play Phasmophobia. Like my friends <laughs> beg me to, and I'm like no. But somehow like Resident Evil is like the genre I'm able to like get through. <laughs> Honestly, I think I think that's like a a good turning point in horror games because like it does get a little bit silly, you know, some of the enemies and maybe some of the dialogue and <clears throat> I think that was like at least for me, you know, way back when, like that was like a turning point in like, oh, this is is you know, it's not that scary, you know, once you realize you can pretty much take down any monster. But I was going to ask, did you play Zero yet? Mm-mm. Okay. I haven't. It's one of my favorites. Okay. Zero is really good. Yeah. Um, I I started playing that like six months ago. I played like three fourths of it, and I never finished. It. I need to go back and finish it so I can add it to my beat game of the year list. Um, Remake's pretty good too, or the remaster, whatever you want to call it. Of RE one. Uh, zero. Oh, zero. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if they're going to like do another remake for RE one because I feel like. Capcom has been doing this thing where, like, once they remake a game, they sort of disregard the old one. And th- the, apparently that's the reason why they haven't added RE, like, classic RE2 and 3 to modern consoles. Because they're like, no, this is the, the, the definitive RE2 and 3. Like, you don't want those old ones. Um, but uh, I kind of want them to remake one and, and, like, have, like, the modern visuals, like, third-person perspective. That would be that. awesome be cool. because it's like one of the scariest Resident Evil still, like the kinda, setting. I kind of wish they would have just they would just started on one because they started on two, and I know they technically remade one, but like a modern modern remake of one. Um, how they did two and three, because now they did two, three, and they're going to be doing four. But I feel mm-hmm. like we need that for one still too. It feels kind of weird yeah. that they, that one didn't get yeah. it, you know. But honestly, I would have preferred if they did one Code Veronica and then four. I feel like I feel like they're sort of rushing, rushing to four a bit quick. One of the best Dreamcast games ever. But you just never want to see four get remade. That's why I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) I'm being optimistic. I'm being optimistic. I think it'll be good. I just yeah. have to keep remembering that Resident Evil, the original still exists. It's okay if they change a bunch of crap that I don't like. Like, I can still play the original. And Capcom's definitely not going to delist it or, or, or anything, right? Capcom, please don't. <laughs> um, Some tells me no matter how good it is, you're still not going to like it. I'm going to like it. I think I'll like it. I, I just, I'm going to constantly judge it because it's not going to be the same. And I, f- I feel like Resident Evil 4 is still amazing. Like, it's still the peak of gaming. There's there's nothing better than Resident Evil 4. What um, if it's better than it's the original? It's not the peak, but it's very good. It's the peak. It's what, not Greg? the peak, but it it's is very good. So what, are, what if it's better than the original? Then what? Your whole life is is a lie. Is that possible? Br- hang, on, hang, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Brydude87 and the Becca on TikTok have both never played a Resident Evil game. We need them to do this as soon as possible. Ch- All right, change whatever you're doing in your life. Stop whatever you're doing <laughs> yeah. in your life. Kids don't Permanent. need it. Family doesn't matter. You gotta go play Resident Evil 4. 
Resident Evil is a must That's for fair. everyone. E- at least one of them. It's yeah. a must. It like redefined a genre, basically. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, it the, uh, Resident like Evil, twice. Tomb Raider, <laughs> and Final Fantasy VII on the original PlayStation oh, are God, like my dog's going nuts. what t- turned me into the gamer I am today. Like th- those three games on the PS1 because I always played games like Super Nintendo, Nintendo, growing up, and all that. When I really turned into like a hardcore gamer, it was those three games: like Resident Evil, the first one, the first Tomb Raider, and uh, Final Fantasy VII. So I have tons of nostalgia for anything Resident Evil, to be honest. But I don't know what really was like the turning point. I feel like I played just the randomest games, like Turtles in Time, and then the Bruce Lee story, and then like Battletoads Double Dragon, and then I didn't even play Mario sixty four up until. Probably until I was like in college, I think. Jesus. Oh, wow. I played Mario 64 like at the peak of its popularity in like 98 or whenever that was, 97. We're a PS1 household. Yeah, me too. I was always jealous because my friends had a 64 and I I didn't have one growing up. So, yeah. My friend would bring a 64 over, we'd play uh, Goldeneye, but like I I did not myself own one, unfortunately. My house was both Nintendo house. Very elite. John was rich. He's one of them rich families. I lived in a house of gold blocks instead of bricks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Surrounded by PS1s and, and 64s. When I was Mother, a little kid, my that's... Game Boy? <laughs> when I was a little kid, there was a Richie Rich cartoon and Richie Rich lived in a gold house. And so I, I thought all the rich people like lived in like gold mansions. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but but uh, uh cheapo losers. No, I, I never actually talked about what I was playing, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk, guys. I started an iconic video game that's been received extremely well for years upon years, and I've never played it until now. And that game is Portal Two. Yes, I jumped straight to the second one because I heard it was better. And I, I watched like a recap of the first game, which was basically nothing except a you guy broke, the thing. <laughs> you broke uh, every really rule of yours. I just figured, you man, every rule if, if I like Portal Two enough, by. I'll just go play the first one. Like um, that's the, that's one game where I think you should have played the first one first. Yeah, I did watch a recap. Does that not does does that not count for anything? You watch someone no. run and jump through a portal. That's the equivalent of a recap. <laughs> no, it was someone explaining all the story details and whatnot. Which, I could which explain seemed the very story. Thin. Girl wakes up in a facility and a robot mocks her. That's the story. And then she escapes <laughs> and then she kills the robot. That's all you need to know. But yeah, dude, Portal 2, this game is great. It's absolutely great. Like, I can't believe I waited this long. Playing it on Switch, I bought it the, a $20 for both games. That's, I mean, that's, that's pretty good to me. And uh, Brett went halvesies with me on it, so I was like, hell yeah. Because I went on a six-hour drive the other day, so I played it for a few hours in the car, and then I've been playing it at my house. And, uh, yeah, the puzzle design is it's perfect for me, at least so far. I'm in Chapter 4 of 9, like halfway through Chapter 4. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's, it's not overwhelming like I thought it was going to be. I, th- I thought it was just going to be absolute chaos of puzzleness, and it's not. Like, it's, it's totally, like, you can easily, like, comprehend, like, everything that's going on. And I love, like, just, like, using the momentum and all the different portals. And this is old news at this point. But, yeah, I, I'm, 
I'm digging that the actual gameplay, the puzzles, and the story is very interesting as well. Like this one seems like it has way more to it in terms of the story. The writing's really funny as well. Like this robot girl who's talking to you, who I, it's the same girl from the first game, um, but uh, the same robot girl. And I didn't There's, expect uh, Jay Jonah Jameson. Is it the same voice actor, Brett? <laughs> I, the same what? Both games. Oh yeah, probably. Is it the same voice. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect. Um, at, like in the beginning, it's not like this the whole time. But in the beginning, like the first hour, the production value with like all the different like set pieces, like with like grounds collapsing, and, like you're in buildings that are falling over. I'm like, man, that's like Uncharted, but freaking Portal. I was like, what the hell? Um, so I did not expect that from this game in terms of the graphics and just like the presentation in general. I, th- I thought it was basically going to be like white walls and empty rooms and just you're going through portals, um, which that's probably what the first game was like more. But this one, like there's a lot more going on in terms of the visual of the game. And it's at, it's at a 60 FPS, 1080p on Switch. It's, so it's like a really good port. And I'm, I'm not having any um, like f- uh, frame issues at all. Because um, I was debating, do I play it on Series X in 4K at 30 FPS? Or 1080p, 60 FPS on Switch, where I can take it portably, and I, I chose to go Switch with uh, Brett on Habsies with it. Um, but yeah, it's really good so far. I'm enjoying it. I'm pretty sure I'll probably beat it by the next episode, so I'll have a lot more to say, I'm sure. But yeah, and Portal you gotta Two. Play the co-op mode. Yeah, I need to play that. Yeah, we're, Brett, we're gonna play we're that. Really good. Beat it. We'll have to do that. Yeah. And he he played it when he was out of town. I'm going out of town tomorrow, so I'll probably play it in the hotel tomorrow. Hmm. I think you're gonna like tonight. it a lot. I think you said you you played some of it in the past, but but now you're a lot smarter yeah. nowadays, so I think right. you'll enjoy it more. Right. <laughs> the moment you shave that mustache off, you gain like ten IQ points. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I do want to shout out one more time to Eric for putting this TikTok together. What a beautiful freaking tiktok screen like i'm just in in awe at how how great it looks so thanks yeah. once again eric and if you're awesome if you're job, if you're if you're joining us on tiktok thanks so much this is our first stream might not be a, a lot of action hopefully we can build this up over the like the next few weeks uh, we, we did want to do this as like a test episode without any marketing or any uh promotion so hopefully uh episode two if all this goes well we'll have more people in here we'll like promote it on the website and whatnot but yeah now, also, Mary. Eric, Eric's, Eric, Eric said that Risky in the chat said, what's our opinion on Steam Deck destroying Nintendo right now? Oh. <laughs> um, Shots I mean, fired, I'm, huh? Okay. Nothing yeah. is destroying Switch. It, I mean, it'll be yeah, it'll I just like, is it destroying Switch? People, <laughs> maybe for a couple days. Come on now. Switch is being a PS5 and Xbox. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. I think Circulator... I, I bet the Steam Deck right now is selling more than Switch because it's, I mean, it's a brand new thing. The Switch is five years old. But uh, I think once the demand is there for the Steam Deck, the sales will really start to slow down. I don't think it's like this mass appeal device. But I think like gaming enthusiasts can get a lot of value out of it, which is why I've been debating it, uh, getting it. And I think it's going to do well. It's probably going to sell well. But Switch numbers, never in a million years. This is, this is not going to yeah. sell over 100 million units. No way. Um, that's not gonna happen but it seems really yeah. cool I would, yeah. I would, I would, well I would and like it. you know we were talking about supply chain issues earlier and i guess eric <clears throat> said that it also has issues with the cpu fan um finding materials to to also make that so i mean there i you figure all these 
devices are probably, you know, using some of the same companies to produce them, you know, whether it's the screens or the OLEDs or, you know, the the chips. So, I mean, everybody's has, is is facing some constraints when when producing them, mass producing. But I also yeah. think it gives like a Nintendo a little bit of insight on onto like, you know, I mean, if people are saying, you know, like breaking down, you know, why the Steam Deck is like it has positives over the Switch, blah 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 blah. You know, hopefully uh, Nintendo is taking that into consideration to make improvements or you know have those features available on whatever the next Switch, whatever the hell that looks like. So I think that's also kind of cool the competition that could potentially come out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Though I'm, I can't help but feel it, like it makes, that Nintendo makes... doesn't actually care at all about the <laughs> yeah, Steam probably Deck. not. Well, I mean, I'm sure they do some Nintendo... some market research, you know. Yeah. Nintendo never cares about what the competition's doing. Let's be honest. They're like, we know that people are going to buy our shit by the bazillions anyway. Oh, no yeah. What we do, so. They're aware of what the competition does, and they're like, but we're going to keep doing whatever it is right. we're doing. Yeah. I don't even think I never... Nintendo knows what they're doing. Like, I don't even think they, they really know why the Switch is such a big success. Like, I feel like they, after the Wii U selling like 13 million units or something in its total lifetime, like, that's insane that the Switch would end up selling over 100 million. But I guess yeah. that's what happens when you combine your handheld audience and your console audience. Yeah. So. Like, if they would have never looked at the competition, would they have ever included a capture button? Like, I feel like that was something that always stood out yeah. to me as odd on a Nintendo yeah. device, but also, like, everybody was that. about yeah. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that, because I was... I've been going through Fire Emblem games like crazy too, but like I was playing like one of the 3DS ones, I was playing Echoes, and I really wanted to take screenshots. And I was like, but I can't. Mm. <laughs> There's no like way to easily like take a screenshot. And I was like, gosh, I've been spoiled with like that button on my Switch. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I remember that, in the marketing uh, initially, they like kept covering it up or they wouldn't detail what it was exactly until like the full reveal. Oh yeah, because people were like, it looks like a camera, like like the little button looks like a, a circle, <laughs> yeah, with like a square camera. But like we didn't really know for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the capture button, like the share functions in general, and and these like modern consoles, not really modern anymore. They came out like the PS4 and Xbox One had them, but the whole like sharing functionality with all these modern consoles is really cool in my opinion, and it's free marketing. Of course, Nintendo did it. Like if you take a picture of your cute like. Uh, you're a Nintendog or whatever, which they don't have on Switch, but it's the one game that came to mind. Um, you take a picture of it, you post it on Twitter, that's free marketing for Nintendo. Hash- it, 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 it even uh, adds the hashtags for you, so, so they're already there. Yeah. yeah. I captured so much Kirby, just like out of, just, I just thought it was so cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Kirby, this is the main no, topic of the episode. Not oh, yet. What? We haven't right. found out what Greg's playing. What Greg, do you think I'm or, playing? And Mary didn't <laughs> talk about Fire Emblem, but we got to talk about Kirby, guys. Greg, do you have anything to say uh, about uh, Apex, Apex Legends? Legends. <laughs> yeah, I do. <clears throat> There's a bug. <laughs> I'm mad. Bug? Yeah. Oh, no. <clears throat> uh, I, I guess Valk, when you like your uh, abilities get disabled after you go to the replicator station, and I'm pretty pissed about that because I was having some fire games and nailing some. I nailed like a 300 yard sniper shot and, you know, dropped some guys and I, I still got it after taking a little break, but it, it just completely destroys the experience and I had to quit. So respawn, if you're listening, which you're probably not, 
somebody yell at them for me, but fix the damn game. Oh no! Fix the damn game, the, says Greg Vargas. How long? <laughs> now how long was a, a? How long was a little break? Two days? No, I took like. <laughs> Like He's playing, like, playing after a little break, two hours he probably, took off. Probably like two weeks, <laughs> a week and a half. Oh wow! Because okay. yeah, during the season they have a map rotation. Out of it. Yeah, well, during the season they have a map rotation, and so you play um, ranked on a certain map, and then after a while you get like a they they have your your scores or your rank, and then you start on another one, and so the one where that we were on last time, and in each one's like different in size and and scale, but it just just got to me where I was like, this is not, this doesn't feel fun. And so I was like, I got to take a little break from this, which allowed me to play turtles and other games, but yeah, I still got to get to turtles. That's been sitting on my home screen. Um, I've been too busy playing tales of Arise, which I sunk like 15 hours in. that's pretty good so far. But anyway, we're not going to talk about that. We got to talk about Kirby and the, what's it called? Mary already forgot the name of it. (laughs) She don't remember either. Dream buffet. Dream buffet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kirby Dream Kirby guys. It looks like it's a competitive party. Rolling Kirby game where you're 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 going through these obstacles, kind of looking like Fall Guys in some ways. Yeah. And you're you're eating up some Fall guys, food. Mario Party. And you're also getting bigger as you as you as you go. So it, it looks Kirby like a lot Royale. of fun to be honest. My question is, does this game have like a single player component of any sort, or is this just like a Pick up it. and play with friends only to style game. Nice um, yeah, of just like it. AI it opponents. looks fully multiplayer. Then again, we only saw a minute of of what it was, so who knows really? But ah, uh, okay, uh, one to four players. But, yeah, one to four yeah, players. Yeah, I'm wondering but if I, I think it's like, like some kind of a story mode, or like something. a campaign of some sort, or like is it campaign, just like yeah. you start Pretend doing like there's these... a campaign as you go through the obstacle no. levels. No. <laughs> You can make some voices. <laughs> I want to know if there's like levels that you well, go like, through that you have to compete in, and then if you beat it, then you move on to the next one. Like that would be cool. Like Splatoon, for example, that's always been a multiplayer game, but this one they're having a story mode, single player, right? Yeah. For the first time, yeah, the first time they've ever had like a single player story mode. That's kind of aside from the but, DLC for Splatoon too. Oh, look at but, that. Uh, there was no like single playerish campaign prior to that. I think there was like these nope. trials, but it wasn't like a campaign. It was like a oh. like a test your skills type mode that you could play okay. alone. Something gotcha. like that. I, I but, but I'll be honest, I've never played any Splatoon games, so I don't fully yeah, know. Yeah, okay, yeah, I've never um, played Splatoon either. Uh, yeah. Eric yeah, says Splatoon 2 had a story mode. I thought yeah, that story mode was only the the uh, DLC the like the expansion. Yeah. Or the Octo expansion, I should say. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We're a very but, good Nintendo podcast. Exactly. We know everything about Nintendo. Right. Um, <laughs> None of us have played but, Splatoon. <laughs> but Nintendo did put emphasis on the fact that Splatoon 3 is going to be more like single player focus. Like, at least that's what I yeah. thought they said. Um, but aside from that, I mean, Kirby, is there, is there any, is there, does anybody have any thoughts? Greg, any thoughts on Kirby? I don't know. It looks fun. Looks like it might have been a uh, maybe a challenge mode from the um, the recent Kirby Forgotten game. Land. That like maybe yeah. No, was it Forgotten Land? Yeah. yeah. That maybe they were like, this is too good and too fun to to you know not make a game out of it. 
um, they didn't talk how price, much right? Cost? I know. I was oh, about to say, how much do we think? The release date. I'm guessing I say like it's being a free to play game. Twenty bucks free to play. I think it'll be twenty bucks. I think it'll be twenty nine ninety nine. I yeah, I saw the. That's true. Saw, this is Nintendo we're talking about. It's going to be yeah. sixty dollars. <laughs> yeah, but and I saw some people talking about it online. What if it's included with your Nintendo Switch Online Plus That'd be subscription? Cool. They Ooh. need to. So recently, they put an entire game on that, which was like, okay, now they're they're doing some cool stuff. They put uh, Mario Rabbids on on uh, Switch Online. They need to do more of that, but a bit more frequently, I think. And I, and then I think. Like their subscription service, apparently it's doing very well. Like apparently there's like there's millions how? of subscribers, but but like I just don't understand how it's keeping people around. Like there's barely any new games ever added. The Nintendo sixty four games have been slowly trickling out. Like they have a such month. a backlog of games that they can add, and they're adding like one every one or two months. It's one each um, month. Yeah, it's one each month. Yeah. Okay, that just seems like a little low to me for a a subscription service that's supposed to entice you to stick around. Yeah, um, but they've got the big ones, though. They've got Zelda, they've got Star Fox, uh, F-Zero, like, those are, like, really popular, and people will play the hell out of those, like, over and over again. And, and like, to some people, like, that's worth a subscription. What I want, what I think would be really cool, is if they somehow modded in like uh, co-op for Ocarina of Time and did crazy stuff like that with these older games, because they did add like online multiplayer for a lot of like the SNES games and I think in '64, right? There's online multiplayer for some, like F Zero. So, um, mm-hmm. so it would be so cool if they went in and like actually put in this like new mode in like Super Mario '64 where you can like run around with your friend. I think that would be like really awesome. Um, I feel like way that would too get much me to the stick value around. add for them though. <laughs> Yeah, that's that'd probably be something that's they would a lot do. Of and then they'd yeah. be like, you know what? Let's just charge sixty bucks for this. We ain't giving this out for free on our stupid. <laughs> We're giving you a bare minimum service. port, and you'll yeah, like it. yep. But uh, but yeah, I do wish that they would like have a little more fun with their subscri- subscription service when it comes to offering like DLC for random games. Like, why isn't the Splatoon two game on that subscription service? Like, that's. That would get that would get me to actually play it, and then maybe I'd end up buying that expansion that I've always wanted to play. Um, just like put an older game on there for two weeks. I mean, they did. They put they put Mario and Rabbids, but like keep keep doing that, Nintendo, please. Now back to Kirby. Kirby and the Forgotten Land was the best game of the year so far. I, I'll just say it. All right, it was the best game of the year, and I did not play Elden Ring. Keep that in mind. And it made me, it made me a Kirby, Kirby believer, a Kirby, a Kirbyver, Kirbyver. All right. So any Kirby game that comes out nowadays, my eye is on it because I'm like, you proved me wrong this 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 last time. I'm officially a Kirby fan, which I already was before, kind of. But now I'm back into the Kirby games. So if if this actually reviews pretty well, I might I might pick it up unless it's free. Then I'll just play it. I, I was just saying this earlier today, like. I don't know if this was done purposefully or not, but this came out at the perfect time because they're totally going to cash in on like the the how many people played Kirby and were surprised at how much they liked it. Now people are going to be like, hmm, well, since I love that so much, let's see what else, you know, there is that, that Kirby's involved in and uh, where 
many people probably wouldn't touch this upcoming Kirby game, Kirby guys, Kirby party, where the hell it is, <laughs> um, because they like Forgotten Dream Land buffet. so much. They're probably going to check it out. Dream Buffet. Kirby and the yeah, Forgotten so Land it's... probably... I mean, th this game's already been like in, de in development, but I bet that game... Uh, being sure. received so well and selling so well, it probably changed the whole trajectory of what this series is going to be. I hope, honestly. I yeah. I think what I meant by that was I wonder if they started developing it after they realized that Forgotten Land was going to be something special, and they're like, okay, well, we could drop this a few months after, and it's not going to be like Forgotten Land level, or uh, like um, it's not going to be as good as that game. But if this hits like we think it's going to, then people are probably going to buy this too. You know what I mean? Like. It might have. You know, they had it they done had like three years special. ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> they, 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 they were just sitting <laughs> on it. Like, hey, like, oh like, yeah, uh, we have, we have those Kirby, Kirby games Kirby. back there. Like, I mean, the <laughs> the thing with Kirby though is like we're kind of used to this being a franchise that gets like lots of random spinoffs and stuff, and uh, like, yeah, like Eric mentioned in our chat, like Kirby Fighters Two came out. That was like, yeah, it was, like about two years ago. That's another twenty dollar game that like nobody really asked for it. They just did it, and now it's there. And like that's 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 basically what the I assume this game came from. I I presume yeah, it's just yeah. sort of like so. What's another like fun multiplayer budget thing we can do with Kirby? And they were like, Fall Guys is popular, and somebody said, let's do it. And here this game is like that's that's my impression of what this is. And I think For it could sure, be totally yeah. fun. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But it could be. I wouldn't Honestly, be shocked if this had like like no connection to like this the success of forgotten land mm -hmm. i think it would have been yeah, cool no, it if, probably like, isn't it probably has nothing to do with it <laughs> i think it would have been cool if this game was like full-blown in the kirby and the forgotten land style gameplay and then you're you're going through a level like fall guys and you can like eat some things and like have their abilities and just try and knock everyone out of your uh, way and, yeah. and like get to the end of the, cool. the, the level i think that'd be dope and like have the I mean, enemies like spawn randomly. Like that, yeah, but you're just balls rolling around. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's all we've seen so far. Yeah. Right? There's that face that they make honestly. Kirby have in the very beginning of the trailer was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that one. Like, <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> it just like brings me so much hate. joy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that! They oh, knew they were going to crack everyone up. That's why that's why Kirby and the Forgotten Land came out at like the perfect time because I was so depressed. But then playing that game, <laughs> like, like gave me a little pink serotonin. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to me that if you would have told me before this year started that this year would have Horizon Forbidden West, a massive Elden Ring, God of War is going to be coming out, and Possibly my favorite game of the year was going to be fucking Kirby. I would have never believed you. Like, right? <laughs> I still can't. I still can't believe how much I love that game. Yeah, what a great game. Like, I can actually see myself replaying that game in like a year. Like, that's how much I. That's it. Just brings joy to you. Like, if you're feeling stressed out, go play Kirby in the Forgotten Land, or or maybe this game if this ends up being good. They said it was next year, right? Or did they say? I don't know. This was. This yeah, is like summer twenty twenty two. Summer twenty two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so like. Cool. So it's kind of very soon. Yeah. Okay. I th so I thought they for some reason could be like a free to play or something. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Or maybe we'll like at the one. next direct next week. No, I'm just kidding. At the next direct, they'll say like this is this is available right now for like ten dollars or something or yeah. free or sixty dollars. It's it's Nintendo. Kirby, we don't know. 
with Kirby $60. Fighters 2, I think it just like suddenly appeared on the eShop. Like I think there was like a like uh maybe just like a leaked listing on the Nintendo.com website might have been Japan or maybe it was English, I don't know. But like just sort of like one day in advance they made note that like it existed and it might have been an accident. And then 24 hours later, oh yeah, here's this brand new game that we've announced and now it's on the eShop. So like you just never know what yeah. Nintendo's going to do. They're unpredictable. That's that's kind of why I love them. Um, but yeah, Kirby looks pretty cool. That, what, Greg? Do you think if they, if they, you know, were a little bit more transparent with their business practices or, you know, what they have, you know, going on in development, that people wouldn't try to like leak so much of Nintendo information? No, leakers like to leak just because leak. they can. Yeah, yeah. Le- leakers want to leak what Troy Breaker ate for breakfast. I mean, they'll they'll leak anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all about that this Twitter morning, He had eggs and I, I get what you mean, though, Greg. I, I get what yeah. you mean. Like, if they were more transparent, would it stop people from like coming up with these weird, like grandiose, like ideas of what they could possibly be working on when in reality they're probably not. And then it gets people's hopes up on something that's not even real, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's, I feel like they play their cards the worst part the of than PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. They're both, they've both been bad lately. Like <laughs> Nintendo so and PlayStation, there's been rumors since early May that both Nintendo and PlayStation were going to have like a, a direct and a showcase. And now mm. we are midway through July, and neither of them have done it. Like, so it's like, what the hell is going on with these two companies? All right, guys. Nobody knows. Let's talk about a little game coming out later this month that probably only I care about, called Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles Three. <laughs> Bro, you're gonna Bro, say stray. I was about Ray, to slap no, you across straight. the room. This is it's a Nintendo <laughs> podcast. Um, but yeah. So Xenoblade Chronicles previews came out very positive. I'm extremely excited. Um, I only barely looked at any of, the, of them because I don't really want to know much because I feel like not, not knowing anything is just going to inherently make the experience better. But I did see that people are very high on it. So I wanted to play a little game called Guess the Metacritic Score. So we're going to guess the Metacritic Score <clears throat> for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And whoever gets the closest wins nothing. They just win. Um, but I if want you go a over PlayStation 5 and an Xbox Series X and a Nintendo yeah, Switch, which I'm not playing this unless I get that. <laughs> if you the, go the over sand noodle? It doesn't count. It'll it'll be whoever's the closest, but if you go over then then you lose. So if you ha- has like, to be on it or below or closest. So it's like price the price is right, is right rules. Yeah. Yeah, yeah price yeah, is right. <laughs> <laughs> so Eric already commented in the chat. He's going with an 86. I'm going to be a little wild here. I'm going to say a 91 on Metacritic. One of the highest rated games of the year. Mm-hmm. Now, John, what are you thinking? Man, I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know, like 85. 85. Ooh, he's undercutting Eric by a point. Ooh, that's yeah. tough. <laughs> <laughs> I got to write these down. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) Okay, that's like Eric's. That's like the old classic thing they do on Prices Right. Someone's like fourteen thousand, and they're like thirteen nine nine nine. You reversed it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) four thousand, fourteen thousand one. Yeah, there's that. uh, Those people are horrible. Price. 
Yeah. There's that yeah, family that's so messed up. <laughs> There's like a Family Guy skit where he says like thirteen nine 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 or something. And he just looks at him and goes dick, because like, he just <laughs> under <laughs> undercut him by one number. Yeah, those people should die. Eric, I didn't say ninety six. I said ninety one. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's not one of the best games ever made. <laughs> yeah, this game is almost as good as Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Mary, where are you thinking? Um, hmm. I don't know. I was going to say 85 as well, but I want to pick the same number. I, mean, I will can. go. I will go 87. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think one it's going to be in the 90s. No, no. Brett and Greg are next. You go for it, if, Greg. If 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 either of you like low balls, that you win no matter what. If 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 everyone's over, seventy three. Seventy three. Wow. <laughs> Brett, where are you gonna go? Smack dab in the middle he's of those. Play, he's playing the strategic game there. Um, I want to I want to say that ninety one is crazy, but I mean. There is such thing as a Nintendo bump, so it's possible. Uh um, let's go ahead and let's let's go ahead and add Brydude eighty seven. He says eighty eight and, and the Becca says sixty-nine. So let's go let's, let's just go ahead and add them to the list. I hope Come on, the Becca. Becca. She right. just did that for fun. Would she be funny. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be amazing. My other my amazing. other guess was gonna be eighty nine, but I, I didn't get a feeling that it would be that high because like I don't know, I guess Metacritic is pretty strict sometimes, like to really break that threshold, I don't know. Dude, but this is Nintendo honest, bias I... we're talking about. Nintendo bias. You got to yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah. I mean, the the picks I would pick have already been taken, so I'm just going to say 83. You son of a yeah. <laughs> Take your 83. <laughs> All right. We have everyone. Eric at 86, John at 85, me at 91, Mary at 87, Greg at 73. Right? And then Brett Larson at 83. Yeah. Bry Dude 87 at 88. He was one point off there. The Becca is at 69. The Becca thinks this game's going to be pretty damn bad. <laughs> in a sexy way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In a really good way. <laughs> in a fourth grade sexy way. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't read like any of the previews that went up for the game, like I guess in the last week or whatever, but like like scanning Twitter, it sounded like it kind of opens like all the other games where like there's just like this huge world, and you're like, ah man, now what do I do? Like, because it gives you a million things you can check out. Oh, in Xenoblade Three. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, I'll, so, I'll, so Xeno... I'll probably do a lot of mainlining. To be honest, I don't really <laughs> the, the side stuff in the in the previous games wasn't really that great, so I highly doubt it is in this one. But it's just so many so... freaking fetch quests. Yeah. So Xenoblade 1 got a 92, Xenoblade 2 got an 83. Damn. Damn. So I mean, <laughs> that's possible it could be in the 90s. I didn't realize the, the first one scored that high. The first yeah. one, when it came out on the Wii, like it just felt like something awesome and new. Yeah, you never played exciting. a video game where like the environments were like giant creatures. Like you're on top of like a giant's shoulder you know like that was really novel that was really cool stuff yeah and, then, and it looked like a game that wouldn't have been able to run on the gamecube whereas like because the wii wasn't that much more powerful than the gamecube so it looked yeah. like a game that was actually taking advantage of the wii's slightly more powerful hardware sure yeah 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 
And then with the second game, like I know, I know a lot of people love the second one, but to me, it just felt like too much more of the same. Except I didn't care as much about the characters and stuff. So like, I understand why that game had a lower score. But now I'm curious to see what Xenoblade Chronicles X had. I'm gonna check that quick. It's a yeah. 84. Wow. All right, that's actually better than I was expecting, but... Yeah, Yeah. I still want to get to that, but I know the second I pay $60 for it, it's going to get ported to Switch. So, if, like I've said, if they don't don't (laughs) announce a port by the time the Wii U eShop is fully shutting down, I'm buying it on Wii U. I'm going to be pissed if they they wait to announce a port, like, until then, which they probably will. I just saw a Wii U copy of it over the weekend. I should have bought it. I'm just going to buy it digitally. Digitally is just way more convenient, even though your money's going towards... Am I the only one that hasn't played these games, Greg? Have you played them? Uh, I started, but... Yeah, he he played it recently. I haven't played them. And he makes some progress. Red started talking me into going going halfsies on three, and I want to, I just wonder if I'll like them or not. Like, I'm not that big into this type of game. Brett, I have a... I have a, uh, I can't think of the word, but how about I pay 40, you pay 20. So that's less, less, um, <laughs> less to worry about. I mean, it I, if I'm going to, if I'm going to do it, I'm not going to sweat you on that. I just wonder if I would even play it. Cause I, I just don't want to, you know what I mean? Like this isn't my type of game, yeah. so I just don't know. But I don't yeah, think so either, dude, good, but like, like the, way you, the way you guys talk about it, I think I could possibly get into it. I mean, John like, doesn't even really like the series. I, I, I liked, I liked one a lot when it first came out on the Wii, and I liked, I loved the exploration in the Wii U one. And yeah, the second one kind of sucks, but I played it for like ninety hours anyway, which segues Jesus. into the point I was going to it make. It sucks, that, so I played it for ninety hours. Yeah, it's longer than most games I anyone kept, ever plays. I kept hoping yeah. it would get good, and it just didn't. <laughs> But yeah, these games good. are real time investments. So like I, I fully understand your apprehension. Like if yeah. you don't if well in yeah. fact even with the original Wii release, when it came out, I bought it at launch. I played it once, decided I hated the combat and didn't touch it for years. And then when Xenoblade Chronicles X was first announced and it looked incredible, then I went back and tried the first again and then I then I loved it for whatever reason. I don't I don't know what changed in that time. But You grew yeah. <laughs> and then Became X came out and like the story was garbage. <laughs> Dude. But um Oh go ahead, sorry. I was just gonna say, but the exploration's fantastic. Like I've talked about before how like flying around in the giant robots in Xenoblade Chronicles X is like so much fun. You don't actually amazing. get to fly until like around the end of the game, but once you get it, Come it's on. so much fun. <laughs> You get you get the giant robots around like halfway into the game or like I don't know like maybe like 30 hours in but at first they can only walk then like another like I don't know 10 to 20 hours later you get like the boosters or whatever and then you can fly everywhere and like the it's I I, I want that sense back of scale is amazing like, I want that yeah. in in uh, Xenoblade Chronicles three. 3 like I think that'd be yeah. really cool What if it's yeah, like a I secret agree. they're hiding that that's in the game that'd be dope <laughs> That would be awesome. Yeah, that that would be a way to increase sales. All of a sudden, giant robots flying around. These games have always been on the same engine, I believe. So I feel like it wouldn't be that hard to implement that again into a a newer game. But uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. The story seems really cool. Like, I I won't spoil anything because I probably know more than I would have wanted to. But 
The story seems really good for Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And visually, this is, of course, a Switch game, but I think all the different like areas that they have, all the different levels, they look very diverse in terms of the the types of environments. Like It's not going to blow your mind in terms of the actual visual fidelity, but I do like all the different color palettes and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited like, to get to know these characters and stuff. Is it... Uh, yeah, not to get off topic. I don't know, Greg. I don't know. What, Brett? Not to get off topic, but did you guys see the uh, the Metacritic for the new <laughs> Resident Evil series on Netflix? No. Oh, no, what is are out for that? Uh, 57. Ooh, Ooh no. better than I thought. Oh, better yeah, than I thought. For a, was, for a TV show, yeah, hoping. that's actually the ballpark, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love Lance Reddick, so I was hoping so bad it was going to, like, mm. something. It might be all right. I'm going to watch it. Like, I'll still just, watch it. Just it just yeah. looked like garbage to me all along. Like so, I didn't even so watch the concept. animated series, which I hear is also terrible. Yeah, I didn't bother with that, but sometimes the over-the-top crap is like fun to just sit and watch, though, too. So I was thinking maybe this would be like that, where it's like you can just sit and turn your mind off and like enjoy it. But fifty-seven is pretty rough. Yeah, and again, yeah. it's only been six reviews so far, so that could change. Who knows? Yeah, but I doubt it. It'll, it'll, it'll probably go down. <laughs> probably get worse. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm assuming the Rotten Tomatoes is at like a zero because they all reviewed lower yeah, than a, a six or whatever the rules that. are over there. Um, but yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is apparently going to be 15 gigs, says Greg. That says it on the, the official Nintendo website, so that's pretty big. Luckily, I have a 400 gigabyte card in my Switch, so I can fit it, no problem. Hey, yo. Um, yeah, I do too, but it's almost filled up. Yeah, I constantly have to delete stuff. <laughs> Jeez. But I just deleted a bunch yeah, of stuff I gotta... last night. It's only because of all the different games I've reviewed over time, though. I'm like, I'm not a digital first purchaser by any means, but yeah. Code's code. Yeah. <clears throat> I got a um, terabyte for my PS5 uh, a few months ago, and that's full. And mm. I'm like, why do I even care? There's like dozens of games on there. Why, I, like, just delete a whole bunch of them? <laughs> Who cares? Like, I get full, and I'm like, well, shit. Now I got to delete something. But in reality, like, how many do I even need on there? Five or six at, at any time, you know? Like, yeah, my main thing know. with with PS5 and Xbox to an extent, but you can still go to all your games on Xbox, which you can on PS5 as well. So it's like the same. What I like about Switch is that you can keep a game on your on your home screen, even if it's not downloaded. And I like doing that because if I delete yeah. it and it completely disappears, I'm never I'm I'm gonna forget about it and I'm never gonna see it again. Yeah, I'm, and it's true. gonna be a game that that I that I like want to play one day. Um, but I guess you could say if it's a game you don't remember, then you don't care enough to play it. <laughs> but yeah. um, be like that. But yeah, I do like that on Switch how you can keep it on the on the home screen and whatnot, even when it's not downloaded. Is there anything that you've actually done that, or just? Yeah, there's there's constantly games on my home screen that that aren't downloaded, but I actually want to play one day. But guys, I do want to say the Switch hardware, it's more forward thinking and flexible and cool and super and futuristic than the PS5 and the Series X for one reason, and you know why? You Please. can connect freaking a Bluetooth headset to it without having to buy some weird ass proprietary giant headset that you don't want to wear. I love that I'm wearing my AirPods all day long on my phone and I boot up my Switch, go into the settings, click connect to AirPods. I don't got to do no like anything 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 else. Just connect to AirPods and cool. immediately switches from my phone to Switch. 
And it's so convenient, and I wish the other consoles could do that. So shout out to the Switch for doing something right when it comes to hardware. <laughs> when did they add that? All like the things they don't do. <laughs> Probably a year ago. But yeah. Was it? Doesn't seem that it was a while ago. It was, yeah, it was a while ago now. I, I never took advantage of it until recently because I didn't realize it was so easy. Like, I didn't know the Switch would remember the headphones. So I just always have to click mm. connect and then it's, it's just instantly connected. And they work with my Xbox headset as well. Oh, <laughs> nice. September. I don't think I own anything that even like utilizes Bluetooth. So like, I remember at Nintendo enthusiasts writing up that news and like it like exploded and everyone was freaking out for days and we were getting so much traffic off that article. And it's like, I don't even use Bluetooth. I don't know why it's a big deal. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But everyone else on Earth was excited. That's funny. But yeah, um, not much else going on in the news. I was scrolling down the list over on uh, yeah. Destructoid.com. It's not really Destructoid. Um, Pikmin Bloom gets a notable update. Uh, some gym leaders leaked for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So they never actually confirmed gym leaders for the game, I don't believe. So that sort of confirms that. That's exciting. Um, oh yeah, but uh, back to Xenoblade. Sorry, I did want to say... Um, Damn, now I can't remember. I lost it. Never mind. It's gone. Well, guys, it's been a good episode. We've been going about an hour 20. <laughs> so from that note. <laughs> oh, that, last, yeah. week, last week, we just kept going for some reason. <laughs> we had nothing to talk about, so I, I want to avoid that this week. Like The conversation's <laughs> over. We don't got to keep streaming. We can just say our goodbyes. We haven't so. talked about Fire Emblem yet, Oh, though. yeah, Mary beat Fire we Emblem. We've got to have our... About we got to have our 30-minute right, well, fire. See you guys later. <laughs> Bye, Greg. I beat it. I'm going to restart another route soon. That That's all I have. You're crazy. I, I, I looked at my my Switch clock, and it said like 50 or 55 hours or something, including the demo, and I'm done with that game. Like, I'm never playing the game again. Like, that's enough for me. I, I would never think about no. doing a whole nother run like Mary. But like, you're insane. I'm do the other ones. I have to know. Because they're so different. <laughs> And and even those ones can be different. Like they they can all change every time. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But I'll be honest. Uh, Story wise, it let me down a little bit because it didn't go as big as I was hoping it would. Um, and it it ended very quickly. And I was like, oh, that was kind of like anticlimactic. But I did like the journey and the structure of the game and the combat and like building your convoy. I, I loved so much about the game, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was a little disappointing, and I sort of lost the plot a little bit, if I'm being honest. Like started getting harder to follow um but it was somewhat like i i understood like some elements but 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 definitely not all of it but mary tell us all about your experience how do you like it you beat it what's up <laughs> uh i was pretty satisfied with the ending i did the azure gleam route um i didn't want it to end whenever like it was like final chapter i was like oh no like i don't i'm not ready yet uh but i'd say i'm pretty satisfied with how that one ended it was a little emotional um and i just kind of like sit there and like i was in discord with like some of my friends and i was like i don't know what to and i couldn't really tell them what happened because they're playing different routes and i was like i just have a lot of feelings right now (laughs) about what just happened um but it's a very very good game um and it's Holding holding me over as far as Fire Emblem goes since I've been on a Fire Emblem streak like this year. <laughs> so. yeah. You've been going nuts, Fire Emblem. Yep. Game of the year status or top contender? Top contender, I think, which is odd for me to say for like a Warriors game. Like 
usually like I, I said I stated before when I first started playing it like Warriors games usually aren't my vibe but I'm like is it because it's Fire Emblem and Warriors is it because it's the Three Houses story kind of like made it in like a different way it's obviously not like a continuation of Three Houses it's a its own mm-hmm. um plot and story but like Fire Emblem Three Houses was really just like such a good game and like I did play all the roots in that game which brett told me i was crazy for because that game's even longer than like a warriors game um so i'm kind of like am i slightly biased in like that way that like i loved three houses so much but it's in my top five at the moment as far as games i've played so far this year i need to look at a list of actual 2022 games i've played this year because i feel like most of the games i've played were like older games um Mine's been but, a mix. Yeah. Kirby definitely comes to mind as being like like one of the best 2022 games I've played. It, yeah, it honestly might be my favorite. Um, But there was something else this year. that I feel like I just beat it not that long ago. Um, yeah, Horizon Forbidden for... West. Oh, no, that was terrible. Actually, that was not what came out. It was Horizon for... <laughs> yeah, it was Horizon Forbidden West. I got it mixed up with Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, Burn it with fire. Brett... What's your favorite game of the year so far? I'm curious. Oh, Kirby, probably. It's right? crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to say that because I, for being such a big PlayStation fan, I so badly want to say Horizon, and I did love Horizon, but I got to give the edge to Kirby, man. Honestly, Pokemon Arceus, I liked a lot. It, it's up there with Kirby, to be honest. Like, I, I like that game so much. Um, GameCube graphics. It's gonna be a tight race. Yeah. Pretty tight race, like because right now it's kind of been like Elden Ring is like so far ahead of the pack. But you mm-hmm. know, if God of War Ragnarok comes out and is anywhere close to the two, are, are you talking about like Jeff Keighley's game of the year? I don't care about their choice, I care about my choice for game of the year. Well, yeah, um, I, mean, I mean, like, yeah, the game of the year for like the public, too. I, I, know I don't like, be, but I, I don't like that Jeff Keighley's show is, 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 has become like the definitive game, like of the the year. game of the year. Yeah. Like it's just <laughs> one, it's one guy's show that yeah. where they get some votes from some people who aren't any more credible than like anyone making content on the internet. It's really not that big a deal in my opinion, but right, I mean, no. it's, no, Jeff says it's a vote, big deal. But... So it's a big deal. But, um, but if it was before, yeah, Jeff, what, was, what was it then? Yeah. Ooh. You know, but before Jeff, what was it? IGN was like the big one. I would say there was IGN never. Was, there, I, no, I would there say there should no be no. There should be none. Yeah, like didn't Spike just, TV like, ever... used to do it? Yeah, well, that I was think that, like became. Yeah, they kind of morphed yeah. into the Game Awards. But yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, yeah it used to just be every outlet would just do their own Game of the Year awards. Right. Like every magazine and website would just say their Game of the Year. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I, I get what people are saying. Like, if you win Jeff Keighley's Game of the Year, I guess that's a big deal, especially for the studios. I, I'm not saying that they shouldn't win awards or anything. Um, but I just think it's kind of funny that, like, Jeff Keighley's show has become, like, the definitive game of the year. Like, if you win that, you must be the best game of the year, which I just think is silly. Because there are other websites out there giving, like, game of the year to strategy games and stuff, which I think is really cool. And I wish that, like, that kind of stuff was seen more. But, like, a lot of outlets... And a lot of people on the internet all have the exact same opinion. And they're terrible opinions because nobody liked Dragon Guard 3. That's right, I brought it back. Can you believe that game sits at a 63 on Metacritic? One of the best games I played this year so far. So, all right. 
Brent, if people want to know where to find you, where can they go? Uh, other than right here at 6 o'clock Pacific time every Tuesday. On TikTok uh, now? Can find me on TikTok and YouTube. Uh, they can find me on Twitter. Uh, the handle is B underscore Lars 24. John, where can people find you? Remember, man, why do you always ask me these hard questions? <laughs> uh, you can find me at the Escapist. I do stuff. I write stuff. Then I do more stuff. Then I make a video game. It's called Boss Saga. Just Google it. I'm tired of telling people where it is. <laughs> but it's great. It's going to be Game of the Year in 2045. Just you That's wait. Achilles Game of the Year. <laughs> Yeah. I, at, that I point, say, at that point, it will be Brett Medlock's show, not Jeff Keeley's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a John. minute. I just remembered. We're doing it to TikTok now. So, yes. Hello, folks. It's me, John Christian. Called Boss Saga, where you play as the villains to defeat the good guys in JRPG style battles. <laughs> graphics like you've never seen, like the good old days of Final Fantasy. <laughs> John, why aren't you a TikToker? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I had to turn on my carnival barker mode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Saga.com. Get your updates today. I'll update the blog next week. <laughs> guys, you know, have you, have you guys seen that video of that guy who's, who's like talking about something and he has this girlfriend next to him? He's like, this is my girlfriend. We blah, blah, blah. Like he, he says something and then all the people added stitches to it. Oh, he's like, oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. A to her head. It looks like he's, he's got it. A... <laughs> yeah. That's she's amazing. That's this is my girlfriend. Like. Oh my God. That's true. Um, but yeah, Tuesdays come so quick and then they're gone in an instant. When I hear about, about Boss Saga every single week, and it's never going to come, I've, I've heard John he never knows his own website either. <laughs> I've heard He's I can like, confidently I say, I can confidently say, I've heard John talk more times about Boss Saga than I have heard my dad say, I love you. So, Greg, where can people go to find you? <laughs> I love you. Thank you, Dad. You can find me. Uh, I was just kidding. Uh, go to Bosch. Oh. Bo- I can't say. I want to say Bosch. Bosch dash shagat dot com. <laughs> Bosch shagat um, shot chum. Yeah, uh, You can find me right here on TikTok mm-hmm. at dynamite underscore giraffe. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, <laughs> Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram, all at dynamite underscore giraffe as well as over on PC Invasion. Uh, where I write news, and I wrote a feature about Redfall, the game everybody hated about vampires, um, but I usually cover news over there weekly. So, yep. Awesome. Mary, what about you? Uh, you can find me here on this TikTok channel, making some fun videos and content. Uh, but you can also find me on Twitch and Twitter, Mary Wants a Cookie. Awesome. And of course, if you want to find me, I'm over on the Destructoid TikTok, posting three videos a day over on that channel. It's about so it's a lot of fun. We're doing a lot of jokes, a lot of reviews, playing characters and whatnot. So definitely go check out the TikTok. And if you're watching on TikTok, um, uh, the Becca and, and Bry dude who've been here the whole time, uh, thanks a lot for hanging out with us. And we're going to be streaming here every single Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Time. And also I'm on Twitter at BrettNLL. So definitely go follow me on there if you want to see some more bad takes. Thanks a lot for hanging out, guys. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>